Welcome back, everyone. I'm referee Mark Freilich, and thank you for joining me for the High School Basketball Referee with Mark Freilich podcast. There is no guest today. This is just simply a commentary on the state of high school basketball officiating. You know, we hear so many negative things about officiating, so I'd like to maybe just say a few words, a few minutes um, about positive aspect of this wonderful thing that we call basketball officiating. So I do hope that you are having a great off season. Thanks for tuning in. I'd love to hear and read your feedback about this episode and maybe about the podcast as well. So feel free to email me at markfrelick at hotmail.com. That is Mark, M-A-R-K-F-R-O-E-L-I-C-H at hotmail.com. And remember that this podcast is heard on Spotify, Apple, and Google podcast platforms, along with many others. The weekly podcasts uh, will resume in early fall as we prepare for the 22-23 season. And until the next episode, please enjoy this one. The commentary will begin following this quick ad from Anchor. Hey, welcome back. Um, You know, throughout the past few years, there's been an increased number of articles and newspapers and magazines and even association newsletters that have been shared on social media. I think you and I have all have seen those if you're on social media, but it's an attempt to educate the fans about sports officiating shortages that are occurring. But as, and as an assigner of one league in Northwest Ohio, I see this issue. There's no doubt that there's a problem, uh, which is starting to have a negative impact on high school and junior high school athletics. One thought, however, though, is, is that all of the negative publicity about the officiating shortage could actually exasperate the issue. Now, let me say that again. All of the negative publicity about the officiating shortage could actually exasperate the issue. And this, this is what I mean. If, say, a high school or a college student had thoughts about becoming a sports official, but he or she is constantly reading about the verbal abuse, the physical abuse, the low wages associated with officiating, you know, he or she may change their minds about entering the brother and sisterhood of officiating. And that's unfortunate. Maybe there should be a public relations focus on the positives of sports officiating and how it impacts the lives of those who are members of this special group. It truly is a fulfilling avocation and multiple with it, it includes multiple opportunities to help young and older individuals with personal and professional growth. And I'll get into that a little bit later. I went and I asked a few officials um, about their officiating experience. And I think their comments are real interesting because it's a, a, diver, a diverse group. So here's some of the responses. Zach, a fifth year official, uh, talked about officiating has allowed me to have something to do in the winter months and meet new people in the officiating profession a lot of whom are guys that still officiated when I played high school. I have come to respect these men and women who officiate more as it is not an easy profession as a lot of individuals on the sidelines might see it to be. That's a great comment. 
uh, Gary, who's a 34-year official, he said, I think officiating has helped me mainly by being better able to communicate with people. It has also given me more patience with young kids as I see them grow each year. And finally, it has given me a very positive outlook on life as I know people look up to me as being that take charge kind of person and that carries over when I perform my everyday job at work. And Scott, who's a 30-year official, said that it has improved his time management and scheduling skills. He said, I have frequently fooled myself into thinking I have mastered the ability to be at two places at once. However, when I then attempt to be three at three places at once, I'm swiftly reminded of reality. So focus on what is important and don't overcommit. Great comments. So let's take a look at some of the positives of sports officiating, okay? I want to hit a few different things. Friendships is the first one. Some of my best friends have come from meeting and developing relationships with sports officials. And on this podcast, you have heard many other officials say the same things, that some of their best friends have come from sports officiating. Um, there's a lot of traveling to and from games and with your partners. And so that's how that all develops. Some guys work games with the same partners throughout their career. You know, that doesn't have to be the norm, but you know, it's, it's certainly wonderful. Um, this coming season is going to be my 25th in as a high school basketball official. And you know, the many discussions in my travels to and from games have, have been about family life or maybe the day at the office, or faith life, uh, stories from previous games, or memories of towns that we've traveled through. Um, early in, in my career, those trips were often made with my dad. And uh, when he was no longer able to, to make those trips, other officials began to start carpooling with me, and, and that's offered and continues to bring more of an opportunity for experienced officials like myself and others to mentor some of these younger officials, not just about officiating, but mentoring about life as well. You know, I've been married for 30 years, and many times my trips would be with guys who are single or newly married. I can't tell you how many times during the car rides that our discussions revolved around how to be good fathers or how to be good husbands for when it becomes their time for that opportunity by providing them with good and bad examples of what's happening in the lives of one other father. So one young official who's also officiates college basketball, I remember him telling me um, the one thing that he would miss the most about high school basketball, if he ever decided to do college full-time, was he would miss these Friday night trips to and from the games. And even the post-game after a basketball game on Friday night, you know, when the group of officials would gather at the nearest pub after the game, you know, that would generate camaraderie and st stories that are second to none that you might not want to repeat. But, you know, that also formed additional relationships. So friendships, um, those are, are great things. The other thing is personal and professional growth. You know, we all see changes in our lives as we age, no matter how young. In my years as a 7th grade boys basketball coach prior to becoming a high school basketball official, I witnessed many of those kids grow several inches and fill out physically 
when they returned for eighth grade tryouts. And, and my parents, they saw a lot of maturation in me, at least they told me anyways, after I moved away three hours away, fresh out of college, uh, for my first professional job. But, you know, personal and professional growth obtained through basketball officiating or any kind of officiating, it's way different than any of those things mentioned earlier. Here's just a few things that I think can be taken away from officiating. Quick decision making. You know, in officiating, you're forced to make quick decisions. Not only that, but but you have to be confident and sometimes sell the call, okay? So it sounds silly to some, but being confident, it's quite a challenge for some people. And uh, officiating can bring that confidence out in any person who is willing to learn. Diffusing situations. How does this help professional growth? Well, handling players, fans, coaches, and pressure situations, that will help you in your professional career as well. In fact, it will help you in your home life as well. If you and your parents, if you live at home or your spouse, uh, if you're married or your girlfriend are arguing about something, learning how to diffuse a situation and communicate as mature adults can help you in your relationship. But because of your previous experience with controlling frustration on the basketball floor, you are now able to use that experience of diffusing pressure situations at home. In this podcast, you know, we've had a number of guests uh, of basketball officials who refer to the book Verbal Judo, The Gentle Art of Persuasion by George J. Thompson and Jerry Jenkins as a great tool to diffuse situations. This is a great book. Uh, I've been able to read this. I I wasn't aware of this book until I've heard a lot of officials talk about it. And uh, it really, truly is a great book. And, And where did that idea come from about this book? came from basketball officiating so it's another it's another way that we can all grow together and having a positive impact at, by becoming an official another aspect is, is a way to handle adversity officiating gives you that ability you know the game's tied with under two minutes to go in the final quarter your partner whistles a questionable call and a booming roar of booze enters from the crowd and it's a sold out crowd You are positioned next to the coach, and he gives you an earful. How are you going to react to that, right? Can you get your head back in the game and continue to solidly officiate? You know, life and your professional job will present several adverse situations. Bosses are going to get upset with you. Customers will get upset with you. Coworkers will get upset with you. Family members will get upset with you. How you communicate with these people and continue to work and live productively will tell a lot about your character. And where did you learn to handle adversity? Through officiating. How to get along with other people is another aspect. It's true, really. It's your job. You know, you're, you will eventually work with someone on the basketball floor or, or wherever you work in officiating with someone you don't like. There's a lot of officials that don't like me. <laughs> and I, I can't help that, you know. Maybe it's, maybe it's their or my personality. Maybe it's the, their lack of work ethic. Maybe they criticize coworkers too much. You know, it's the same. It's the same in the real world. It's the same in officiating. Personalities 
with each official, they're just simply different. And if you're working with someone new for the first time, you have to learn how to get along with that person, even if you don't like how he or she acts. And if you're working with someone who has a, quote, bad, unquote, reputation as an official, you know, maybe there's an opportunity for you to have an impact on that official just by you having a good rapport with them. So learning how to get along with people is another positive impact on, on officiating. Taking charge, and I don't mean calling the charge, but taking charge. And this is one that I've really struggled with in my years of officiating, but I think it's also one that I've learned to develop. Um, leading by example has always been my personal mode of operation. Uh, even as team captain of my high school basketball team, I remember my coach saying in a newspaper article that Mark leads by example. Um, you know, at my office, I'm not the boss, but there's always someone there that's telling me what to do. And, you know, imagine getting on the basketball floor and, and you're working with two other officials and now two younger officials maybe. And you're the one that's in charge. You have to take the bull by the horns and take charge. It can be intimidating, but that's all part of your growth. And officiating allows you to do that. As a result, it's helped me in my professional life to be more of a vocal leader instead of leading by example when I'm needed to. So uh, taking a look and taking charge is, is another positive aspect of basketball officiating. Teamwork is another one. Teamwork. If, you, uh, if you've been a me person all your life, a me person in quotes, officiating is definitely going to change that. You don't officiate because of yourself. You do it for the student athletes. And to have the best outcome, you and your partners have to work together to produce a quality product. Well, how does that happen? You communicate before, during, and after the game. Officiating forces you to work together to hopefully help things go smoothly on the floor. In the business world, you work with your team to produce the best product for your customers. And when things go sour, that best product isn't always the best product anymore. So teamwork is another positive aspect that you learn in officiating. Patience. <laughs> in today's world of people becoming upset about the littlest of things, you know, sports officiating, I'm telling you, it's going to test your patience. And it's going to help you develop patience as well. From the parents in the stands, from the coach and the student athletes who scream at you and say not so flattering things about you, your job, though, is to bring a sense of calmness to tense situations. Again, when you look at your job and deal with upset bosses or upset employees, upset clients, your experience in officiating can actually help develop that patience level in dealing with, with other people professionally. So patience is another positive aspect of officiating. You know, some or all of these elements, this will put you out of your comfort zone as a person and maybe even as an official, and that's okay. Personal growth is a must within our profession. Uh, it is. And, and personal growth, growth is a must within our professional positions as well. 
it's it's that way with sports officiating. It's that way in our professional um, our, our professional positions as well. And uh, sports officiating, I think, can play an integral part of helping you along that path to develop some of the skills needed to succeed. And this is the last thing. There's a, there is a problem with sports officiating numbers, no question. But I think instead of bemoaning the fact that there is an issue, which everybody already knows, maybe we should be selling officiating as an opportunity to be involved in a sport because we love a sport. And more importantly, for maturation, personal and professional growth. Again, I'd love to hear your feedback. Um, email me at markfralick at hotmail.com. Hope you have enjoyed the episode and I look forward to um, having more episodes in the future. Take care. Have a great summer.